about comedy, concerts, and beer. Pilsners, loggers, and IPAs. Liquid courage just to take the stage. Backstage pass, got to feeling right. And everyone's welcome like an open mic. Getting drunk, waiting for the last man to fall. When it's time to take a shot, we yell, Cannonball! Joke's got you smiling from ear to ear. Our beverage of choice is beer, man, beer. Get back and relax while the beer foam settles. Now here's your hosts, Johnny Benson and Keg Kettles. It's Beer Man Beer. I'm Johnny Benson. And I'm Keg Kettles. And we are not in the mean streets of Shelton, Connecticut, in the studio today. Today we are, where are we, Keg? We are in Hartford at Phantom Brewing. Phantom Brewery, and John is with us. What's happening, John? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good to see you. You sound tired, John. Long day of brewing or what? (laughs) Long day of working at my other job. Oh, what's going on? Tell us about the other job. What's going on? I'm a teacher. I I teach uh, gym. Kindergarten to third graders. Ooh, that'll wipe you out. It really does sound enthused. So I earn my beer uh, every day, pretty much. Mean game of Foursquare going on there? (laughs) You remember Foursquare? Foursquare, dodgeball. Yeah, a little bit of that. living the dream. Bunch of scooters going on, you know. It's fun stuff. Well, I want to tell you something. Uh, We met you originally at the Smoke in the Valley Brew Festival. And yep, I, yep. I bought your T-shirt because you do have the dopest swag at all the breweries, I think. You've got the cool Phantom and uh, really cool shirts and hats and all kinds of fun stuff. Got to get it happy before we leave. Oh, no Appreciate doubt, it. No doubt. And uh, the beer, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, we came up during the uh, shutdown of the world to visit you guys. We did a little beer tour. So what we call it? The COVID era? Uh, the COVID something. Yeah, the era we're in now. Yeah, that's it. But the we era we opened in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that when you opened? Did you open during? Yeah, we opened April twenty fifth. Oh, perfect! Um, huh? We had, we were just doing crawlers to go out front here, yep. line of cars down the way, and uh, we spent like the first month of our existence doing that. Um, yep. So it oh, was yeah. interesting. We met you in the parking lot for some crawlers, no doubt. And now uh, we have. Yeah, to- it was cool. You guys came out. You're like, hey, what's going on? And yeah, listen yeah. to your show. Yay. I got to apologize to you because we bought a bunch of beer that we were going to try on the show, but we drank it before we recorded because it was so good. So <laughs> I appreciate that <laughs> <know>. for sure. <laughs> but hey, we That's took pictures stuff. of it. We took pictures. Yes, we, we did. Yes. So we know we got it. Yeah, and it was, it was some really really slamming beer. Tell us what we're drinking right now. You guys are drinking Moon Baby. Um, that's our flagship double IPA. Uh, nice blend of American hops going on in there on a soft malt palate. Uh, what what malt kind of milk. ABV are we looking at? What kind of octane? Eight point six on that bad boy. Oh, it's tasty. And we it do uh, we do that's our flagship double, and we also do the King Tut, which is our single IPA. We'll probably be tasting that a little later, but oh, this one's been a good seller for us. We had um, Tina McCurdy do the label on the um, can there with the moon and the baby face and the moon which has been awesome. Um, and so, yeah, we're proud of that one for sure. Yeah, and we, before that, we had the, uh, the hazy, right? You, you drink the hazy? Or? Yeah, that was our new one, the Earth. Um, we're, we're, it was our haziest beer yet. We, uh, that was good. Dialing well. up the uh, haze, switching around the yeast a little bit and 
and doing some things. We're always experimenting here because we're a homebrew shop as well. So we're we try different things. We test uh, ingredients one against the other. We're always playing games back there. So you never know what Bo and I are into. So now we were gonna have Bo on the show, but Bo got a little too busy backstage. Yeah, he's he's the Godfather. He's the quieter one, but he's uh, he gets it going. He he perks up. You get a few drinks in him. <laughs> That's it. So where did this all start for you? What's going? How did? Uh, yeah, this is insane. Um, out of nowhere, I decided in 2012 to homebrew. Uh, it was just like a midlife crisis. Just had my second kid. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> you know, like uh, it was pretty much. Uh, I need something to do here. Warm up uh, bottles for the baby. Make be bottles for dad. Hanging <laughs> out in my backyard. If I'm going to be hanging out at home, I'm going to get something going in my backyard. So I came. I searched up homebrew shops, you know, near me. And uh, this one comes up. I live in Weathersfield. It's uh, six minutes away. And uh, I came in here originally, and there was another owner of the homebrew shop. Um, so this, this is the shop? This is the shop. This is the homebrew shop. It's the same location as the old beer and winemaker's warehouse. So this is the spot to go if you want to make your own beer. You oh, yeah. We got everything. We got the biggest selection in this area. Um, and we order things that people want. And, uh, you know, we sell a lot of equipment to the to area brewers, fittings, tubing, ingredients, grains, hops, you know, a lot of different kinds of stuff. So I came here and learned to brew. Met actually met Bo about six months after I first came in here. I came in here and there was a new owner, oh. and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> Brought in a couple of my brews, you know, and we we went in the back and we sampled them. We were hanging out and drinking, and all of a sudden, you know, that's it. You know, I him and I just became friends. I started hanging out here on Saturday mornings to get away from things in my home, and so, uh, nothing beats a good Saturday morning beer. <laughs> so. Bo basically taught me everything I know about brewing and, and this process and, and a lot of the science. Now, before that, when it. you made your, your first beer, what was the first beer you made? The very first beer I made was just a basic pale ale, uh, internet canned recipe. Sent it in over the website and ordered it and came in, you know. Actually, no, the, back then in 2012, I don't think we were ordering on the website. I think I wrote it down <laughs> and I came, or I called and I read off the ingredients and, um, you know, they, they prepare the recipe here for you, and they put it in a nice little box. You come in, you pick it up. And, and so it was just a basic pale ale with Cascade hops. And, How'd it come out? And I loved it. I mean, it was great. I just learned through all my reading and research that uh, sanita- sanitizing and, and cleanliness is the really the way. Yes, yes, absolutely. For, for good beer. So It's next to godliness. You know, Keep just, it clean. <laughs> So, yeah, and that was, um, that's how we, you know, and then over the years, we just said, I was running, home, I was running like some homebrew days and National Homebrew Day and, you know, having people here. And I was, uh, I began start doing festivals about a few, a few years back, you know, five years ago, six years ago, maybe four. And uh, he and I just kept throwing around the ideas. You know, let's do it. You got money? No, I don't have any money. No, no one has You money. got money? I don't have any money either. So oh, it was let's like. Let's start a business. Uh, last year. About, it's always about the money. <laughs> yeah. You got money? Nope. Do you? Nope. Okay, let's drink. Um, we can sign your life uh, away. Basically 2018, late 18, it started to get a little serious. Like, let's, uh, let's see what we can pull together. It's looking good. Just two of us, family business, no investors, no nothing. Now, do was there a certain to do beer? This? Was there a beer that made you say, okay, we got to 
this is a beer that came out so good that we we got to sell this yeah, for the world. Uh, I mean, between the two of us, we have like hundreds of recipes, you know, and we we've only introduced like you know maybe ten of them already. Oh, 10, wow. 12. So there's a lot, lot to so come. So there's a lot to come. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, between the IPA uh, revolution and f- like kind of uh, researching and figuring out the process of, of making the new IPAs, we came up with some good stuff and some good blends and, you know, just learned from a lot of pro. Be- we, we're, we're friends with a lot of the pro brewers in the area, too, so... Those guys come in here, you know. We, well, I we think Connecticut is such a tight knit beer community. It is. I mean, we all know each other. We all, we're all very supportive. I could drive to any. I could drive to a brewery I haven't even been to yet, or talk to the owners. You know, we just say, uh, I just say who I am. You know, send a message. Do you have something I need? We, you know, they have ingredients, whatever. Put out an APB on the the the, the Facebook page, the private Facebook. We're all a family. I that's mean, it, man. That's uh, let's so. There's like what two hundred awesome. breweries in Connecticut it's 120. now. One hundred and twenty. Yeah. There's about nine beer podcasts. Yeah, and growing. Yeah. Most of them while recording Shelton, Connecticut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like we could we could pass beers to each other's houses. Actually, yeah, we could. We could <laughs> yeah, a few of them. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I'd be going home Saturdays at noon, back to my kids, drunk. <laughs> well, you know. I'm going to start a brewery, honey. You know. <laughs> now, how'd shut that go down. Over? How'd that go over? Was the wife supportive? It or? took a number of years. Um, now, you know what? I, the day that, uh, in 2019, about January, she's, she looked at me one day. We were just having coffee in the morning. I wasn't even talking about it. You know what? Go do that brewery thing, you know? And I was like, You what? need a hobby. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, she wants me out of the house. <laughs> exactly. I got this. I want to do this here. I got this here. You go away. <laughs> I've heard that before. Uh, you need a hobby. That's it. My, mm. And I was, Can you know. I get an amen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Not two weeks later, there, things were in motion. I came in here. I said, I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? Bo was ready to go. Because Bo knows beer. Bo knows. Bo knows brew. Bo knows man. beer, man. And Bo's ready to go. So, is there any kind of copyright infringement on that? I don't Bo know. knows beer. Bo knows is probably copyrighted. It I'm probably is. Hundred percent. But speaking uh, of branding, tell me about the Phantom theme. Yeah. So it was came about because of the folktale of the Sea Hag, which is New England Brewing's. You know, there might be a collabo. Uh, that we request uh, because it has our story has a lot to do with that sea hag. So the phantom ship, Aye, matey. <laughs> the phantom ship <laughs> of Connecticut, <laughs> and it is is a folktale. And they left the shores of New Haven in the 1600s and mysteriously disappeared. A ship full of people and goods and different. It was headed for Europe. So after the ship left, there was a huge storm and the people stood on the shores of New Haven and looked in the sky and they thought they saw the ship floating in the sky after it mysteriously yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so it came about that we were going to originally be Phantom Ship and have this whole like rickety ship as our logo and uh, we just I don't know after looking at it and working with some um, graphic design people we took the ship off 
and we just went Kept with the Phantom. Phantom. I like so the Phantom. It was like the, I developed Phantom was cool. We developed the ghost. We 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 talked about the ghost holding something. We talked about a cloak. We talked about so I just gave a lot of ideas to um, the graphic designer Lindsay Hopkins, who we work with, L Hopkins Design. Shout um, out to Lindsay. Out to Instagram. Uh, and she kind of refined and developed the logo. It was great. So it it really came together like that. Um, and it was the phantom ship of Connecticut. So the sea hag has to do with that. That folktale has to do with that story. The sea hag uh, haunts the New Haven Harbor. So that has to do with this story. There are a lot of sea hags in New Haven Harbor. Well, I'm <laughs> sure. I'm sure you're hanging out in the wrong spots. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so it has a, it has a Connecticut backstory, and uh, you know I just love we love metal. We love heavy. Metal. Oh, here we go. Now you're talking our language. Uh, yeah. Bo's, Bo's a much bigger metal fan are. than I am, but I I get into we've been to a lot of metal shows. Godsmack. Chevelle. What about Hatebreed? You like Hatebreed? Hatebreed, yes. Bo's a he's a fan. Uh, hell yeah, that's where the hell yeah hell is came I from. I love hell yeah. yeah. So Bo loves. You know, the I'm band not really hell a fan yeah. of hell yeah. Um, that's just me. That's though. where the hell is came from. Um, so you know, we uh, a lot of the beers have metal song theme names. That's really cool. Man. Uh, so, you know, Moon Baby. So we have um, Moon Baby. Kind of sounds trippy. Kind of like a 60s uh, rendition. There's so many people that come in and say, can I have a baby moon? <laughs> it's not baby moon. It's moon baby. <laughs> kind of like that guy from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just had a guy from Minnesota. Yeah, so yeah. people are coming from all over to try your beer. You know what? This location right here, right off 91. It's perfect, uh, huh? And it's right off of 91. People passing through from Boston to New York, New Jersey. I've had people from all over New England. All over the East Coast. You know, I was coming up 91, man, and I'm just like breweries, and here you are. And I notice you're close to the exit. They stop right in. So Super close. It's awesome to be right here. I meet people from all over the country coming right down this road and, and finding us. So it's, it's really great to, to be right off, uh, I think it's exit 27, is it? That is correct for Brainerd, the Brainerd, Brainerd Airport. Brainerd <laughs> Airport. But before you get on a plane, come grab some brew. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, it's great. We were um, we were thinking of a nautical theme originally, and this and that, or the aerospace theme, you know, or whatever, with the airport here. But the Phantom kind of this is cool. It has like an Aussie feel to it, kind of a yeah '80s headbangers ball look. Yeah, you know? yeah. definitely. We're still working on the uh, more getting more going with you know decorations and things like that. So. It's been a good vibe in here. People come in here and they kind of light up. There is definitely a good vibe in here. When we walked in, we're like, wow, this is way cool. Yeah. So we've been happy with the way things have turned out. We, we tore this place up. This place had like um, 1980s purple carpet. And there was carpeting in here? It was beautifully stained with beer and disgustingness. Ugh. And we ripped all the carpet Front Get Dr. To Henry back. Lee in here to do some uh, forensics. We took these lights out of the ceiling, and these all these lights were in the ceiling, and we we blacked them out and powder coated them, and and we had our electrician hung them down. We repurposed basically like everything in here, epoxied the floor, and uh, you know of course all the brewery, all the. I mean the mural on the wall is great too. 
Yeah, Tina McCurdy, New England illustration and design. She you got Remington up here, right? She got uh, is that Remington? That's Colt. That's Colt. That's Colt. 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 Um, she basically we had the idea of getting Hartford on this wall with a phantom theme, uh, giving the 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 trees with no leaves on them, spiky, spooky. dark, spooky look, phantom like, and then it's Hartford City. Uh, nice skyline. Let's Very cool for this skyline. time of day. Solid. So, all right, so we'll tell you what. Let's take a pee break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to try some more Phantom beer, and then we got to hear some more of these uh, great metal tunes well, that John's into because we love tunes. We love metal. We love Hell tunes. Yeah. More fun with John at Phantom when we come back. following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Ooh, yeah. You know, many try to stop the Macho Mania, but I'm too powerful. Too unpredictable. Yeah, that's the way it'll stay. Yeah! Right, aren't I? But lately, there's been something going around. Yeah, creating all this carnage and chaos. Yeah. Everywhere I turn, there's been uh, talks of this thing called the virus. You came out of nowhere and create a danger zone over all the earth, yeah. Well, let me tell you something there, buddy. I've been to the danger zone, yeah. I've been to the danger zone east of the Pacific Ocean, west of London, England, south of Mars, and north of hell, yeah. Oh, you like that? Kind of a blast from the past, right? Yeah, you come out here letting everyone know who's boss, yeah. Well, looks like you're here for just a cup of coffee in the big time, yeah. Because Macho Man is just here and has more to offer than everyone thinks that I do. Yeah. What, you think washing your hands with your Johnson & Johnson baby soap formula is going to stop this? There can only be one in the danger zone. Yeah, and that's me. I don't have a problem with that. So prepare to be extinct there, Machacho. Yeah, because I'm raining elbow drops from the sky. Yeah, and I'm planning to wipe out social distance from existence. Ooh, yeah, dig it. The preceding announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Oh, yeah. Woohoo! Good beer. We're at Phantom in Hartford. You can check them out. Come on. Thursdays is Teacher's Night. Every teacher gets a dollar off of their beers because, as we know, teaching is a thankless job. <laughs> and don't forget... Thursday nights will be trivia nights. Coming in November. Coming in November. Yeah. Having some delicious beer with John from Phantom. John, what are we drinking right now? We're drinking the blood orange Berliner called Phantasma. So we made a series of beers called Phantasma. And there are fruited Berliners. Which They're is tasty fruited Berliners. Our version, actually, the, much different than what a lot of the breweries are doing. We're, we're, we're creating a tart wheat base and uh, loading it with the fruit of choice. Um, Holy shit, is and that then good? We, this is solid, man. You know, we clean Absolutely them up. Solid. It's a 3.5% beer. You can crush them all day by the pool, you know, in the summer. That is tasty. Um, and they, it, they're really... That's we good. Cl- 
we pride ourselves on clean beers. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, we really, definitely do. Definitely. We're really trying with our processes um, to perfect. The, we'll give our renditions of what we um, of what we think should be served in a lot of these beers. So <laughs> <laughs> we're given our uh, we're given our versions of all these styles that have been floating around the state for quite some time. Dude, this is definitely so. solid, man. This is just clean. It's almost like drinking a like a, like a sunny delight, you know. <laughs> yeah, sit by the pool, go to the beach, be on the boat, hang out. This is Keg's. The look on Keg's face, if you can only see how in awe he is of this brew. Um, you know what I think of? You know what John is saying: sit by the by the beach and by the by the pool and by the boat. That's it. That ship has sailed. We can always <laughs> think of that though. Uh, well, we got a week. But that months. phantom ship has sailed. <laughs> but I tell you, this beer, I, I'd still drink it. I'd still drink, drink it in the basement. You know what? I think we need to go on a road trip where there's nice pools and beaches. and yeah. um, Or you can just sit at home and watch Baywatch and just drink this beer. This is good. In slow motion, by the way. And you can get four packs of it because we're four packing up these beers. This is damn tasty. That's right. We're going to four pack everything out of here. Yo, I'm not, I'm not, no bullshit. This is some beer you need to try, listeners. Come to Phantom. And Hartford, check out this. Connecticut. This is a Berliner Weiss. I guarantee I can't spell Berliner Weiss. <laughs> can you... Give it to me in a sentence. Uh, I am really digging this Berliner Weiss. This is some good beer, man, beer. Can you reference Berliner Weiss, please? No, I don't think I can. Anyways, but John, you... Hey, man, it's like a smelling bee. Come on, man. You were picking up what I was putting down, man. I was, too. You were not. John, look, you see a lot of mugs. You got a mug club? What's going on with this? Yeah, we do a mug club. We um, originally, for our grand opening, sold these mugs and... um, we do. It's a twenty-ounce handcrafted mug from Gray Fox Pottery. Very and, fancy. Uh, it's actually a lefty drinker, which is in, a lefty-facing mug. So, I wanted the Phantom to be facing the drinker, Ooh. so that you can look at it. If you're a right-handed drinker, which most look most are right-handed, Phantom. you're looking at the Phantom, and the lefty drinkers, the Phantom shows to everybody else. So. The the creator of the mugs, and they are all handmade, he said, do you want to be looking at your logo when you drink? And I said, yes, I do, because I'm a righty. There so you go. We, uh, we get a 20-ounce pour. We get a free beer on any new release for that week. So you just come in. You say, I'm mug number 12, and we fill it with the new release beer, and you drinking that beer for free every week. You get half off of all beers on your birthday weekend. So How about that? If it's the Ooh. weekend surrounding your birthday and you come in here, weekend. every beer is half off in your mug, which is a larger pour than any beer we serve here. That's uh, 20 ounces. And you get a yearly party. You get a... If the, if, if the COVID... I didn't want to mention this in this interview, but if this thing wasn't around, this would be a great deal. Um you get a yearly party. You get access to the beers we release early. Uh, I've emailed. I've already emailed my club members about some upcoming releases, and they've reserved some bottles and cans and things we got coming out. So, those are the kind of perks you get with the Mug Club. It's one fifty for one year, but it's actually only two fifty to become a lifer. 
Whoa. So, That's what we should use that bucks. Bucks. I'm not going to say it. Don't even go there. Because you're just so, going to make me angry. Usually when you come in for your first pour, we will blast heavy metal. We'll do some head banging with you. We'll get crazy because you've bought a mug. We'll we'll get it going. So, so. what you're basically saying, this is the greatest place on earth. <laughs> in my mind, this is it. This is the greatest now, place to, on earth. To our kids, Disneyland would be the greatest place on earth. But to a couple of all, uh, well, it used to be me, man. Over forty white boys. This is definitely the greatest place on earth, man. Yeah. There's no doubt. A couple of beer loving dads and, <laughs> and family men, or whatever, whatever you may be. This is your jam. Stop right off ninety one. Coolest man. place We're in right Hartford, off right? And actually, you can go right around the corner to the Webster. Is that correct? You got the Webster right up the road. Yeah, right? we got. There's the Colt, the the Hartford Athletics over there. Um, we got Colt Park right the other way. Um, we got a lot of the Hartford Athletic fan clubs that frequent here right before the game. No, they were just in the championship. Is that correct? They did a playoff game a playoff and they game. lost. Oh, yes. they lost. But all yeah, the win them all. All three fan clubs: the 19th Regiment, East Side Rising, Mad Hat Massive, and Elm City Casuals. There's actually four Hartford Athletic fan clubs. They come here for fifteen percent right? off beers before the games. So we offer we're half a mile from the stadium. We offer fifteen percent off beers for those for with an athletic ticket. And we've actually done a fun, we've done fundraisers with the Hartford Athletic too. We're we're pumped to be a, uh, right here. We're going to do a lot of work with Hartford Athletic. So there's a lot of athletic supporters up here, huh? Mm-hmm. You know Smell who it. love this beer? Who? Our good friend Breezy Hiltz. I guarantee Breezy you love this beer. Came out of Berlin, Germany, and actually we're looking eventually when things get all rolling. It, we're going to do a lot of like special uh, cask beers. We're going to do uh, the beer engine. Which is an oxygen pump on the bar. We're going to get that going. Um, and so in Berlin, Sounds very they actually adjunct the beers after they pour them. So it's Creature Comforts does this in Athens, Georgia. It's the only brewery I've been to that, that does this. Uh, they'll pour you the Berliner, and you pick your fruit that's going into it, and the, they dose it with an, either an extract, a puree, or whatever it may be. You know, you can order a series of flavors that you can put in. So the Berliner is actually originally dosed after it's poured. Um, what fruit would you pick? If you're- I don't know. I, well, I'm a mango guy, passion fruit, which is our other Berliner. I love passion fruit, mango, blackberry. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, blueberries, great. Um, but. This is something we might want. We might feature as like kind of a gimmick, uh, something you know, some homage to Germany, someday. That's it. Um, Hail the scorpions! You know, so there's a lot of fun things that can be done in this craft. So that's one of the things that I'm kind of interested in. Uh, have you ever seen those um, at World of Beer? They well, they pass the beer through. Uh, a fruit or something as they're pouring it. You ever seen? Is that right? Yeah, not, yeah. Now I've been to World of Beers, but I've never so seen. So it's kind of like a like a hot what a hot what back a is in a brewery that folded rather quickly. So yeah, basically, yeah. you have in your tap, you're loading it with the adjunct, and as you pour the beer, it goes through the adjunct and into your glass. Oh, that's fantastic. So that that's done. Innovative. In some places. Very innovative. Um, cool. And so we might be one of the ones in Connecticut that maybe one of the only ones that does first. something like that. You know. Woodruff? You ever heard of Woodruff? No. Wilson? 
Yeah, like the 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 liquor. No. So they pour it. They pour that in Berliners as well. It's like a green liqueur. Oh wow. Uh, that's done as well. Now what I've seen when it comes to liquor being poured into a beer, that would be a screwball into a chocolate stout. Yeah. A screwball and a cho- wow, that's like a Reese's piece peanut butter cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So John. Yes. Your yes. favorite styles. My favorite beer styles. Oh my god, I like beer. You know, it's like asking me what my favorite chicken wings are. <laughs> I like beer now, do you have kids? and chicken wings. Um, yep, I got two boys. Okay, two boys. Which one is your favorite? Oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> that's, that's they, both, they both drove me to, uh, to, be, drink, beer. to drink beer and uh, start a brewery. No. So it's a tie. Um, my favorite lager. styles. I love lagers. I love hoppy lagers, actually. And you don't see many of those around here because it's a real malty base. You know, and and then they dry hop it uh, with various hops. So I love hoppy lagers. I actually can get them out west. As soon as you cross, uh, as soon as you pass Ohio going west, beer comes back to malt and beer comes back to not being hazy and being, you know, more traditional in a sense. So have you uh, been to Jack's Abbey? I have not, but I've had their beers. I love Jack's Abbey beers for sure. What what a great! I mean, um, the tap room itself, yeah. is just phenomenal. I have not, but I need to get there. And Jack um, is a really cool guy. Yeah, the and those beers are just incredible. When I see him in the stores, I get them. I always get them. I love lagers. I love hoppy lagers. I love light drinking beers. Beers that don't hurt my stomach. Um, a lot of the beers, you know, out here, you know, they're just people prefer them, and I, I think the younger crowd prefers. You know, fruitier, milkshakey, uh, oh, extremely hoppy, uh, and they they prefer a lot of adjuncted uh, beers, which is almost like non-beer tasting beer. You know, we've tried like over hopping, we've tried under hopping, we tried. So there's a balance there, and there's it's basically like how much. You know, we clean up the beer. We let them age a little longer. We let the hops kind of mellow a little bit. A lot of the breweries, if they're selling out of these beers, they rush them. So they're, they're over hopping them and they want them to, you know. So it's, it's, there's definitely a, with the hops, there's a balance. It can burn your throat. It can cause the burps and the heartburn. But a lot of that stomach discomfort you're getting is all that yeast and suspension. I think the stomach, the problem with me is I like to taste Every different type of beer. Whenever I go somewhere to a brewery or a yeah. brew festival, I want to taste oh, I everything. I yeah, can. so you mix it all together. So when you mix totally them all together, you're it's mixing your sours stomach. and your IPAs, and that'll screw your freaking. That, or, that'll give you some burps or, or give you the shits. Yeah, a lot of the beer fests, yeah. like you got to find the bathroom like halfway through the beer fest. <laughs> <laughs> if <laughs> clean yourself out for a second if half. That bathroom is open. Mm-hmm. Because we had gone to Smoke in the Valley a few years ago. Yeah. And there were, like, porta-potties all yeah, lined. And yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. I mean, the line was so massive. Yeah, right. Trying to find a bathroom yeah. is not easy because they, they just pack people in there. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it, there's a lot of messy beers out there, guys. <laughs> what can I say? I mean, there's a lot of breweries just, you know, who come about and, and and just try to throw these things together and throw these recipes together without a lot of research and development and, and different 
like refining of their processes and you get good feedback on one or two beers and then you go with it and you just don't change, you know, and there's a lot of, there's just a lot of like bad habits that get passed on and, and a lot of bad habits that get, they're hard to break, you know, and, you know, we try to just question a lot of what we hear and we, well, we'll try it, you know, we'll make it. We'll make it on a pilot level, and then we'll see if something like that works, and then we'll kind of do our own versions of what we think, you know. And you know, the response to the beer has been good. The response has been positive. I mean, uh, I can't be more thankful. A lot of people talk a lot of smack about Untapped and all that, but I can't be more thankful for the the t- the consistency of the just a regular regular beer drinker rating our beer. Uh, and you know, you're going to get your bad ones and your weird reviews. <laughs> a lot of people saying like things taste like things you w- would never imagine, but that's just part of the game. But uh, I think that helps you grow too. But we research all that, you know, like they, for any brewery to say, we're not looking at that or paying attention to the feedback. I mean, you're looking at all of your feedback. Uh, you care about all of it. Well, we live in a world with, where, where social media Let's everybody everybody's opinions out there, <laughs> and that yeah. was actually something that we were talking about on the way up here. You know, a few episodes where uh, I'm not I'm not talking podcast episodes. We're just talking about episodes in life, and you have these people that you may come across, and they may not like your opinion. Now, instead of having the balls to confront you, they go right to social media, yeah. and it's all about this cancel culture. And it's like, yeah. why don't you have enough balls to tell me to my face or to say, hey, listen, you didn't have to tell me that or say anything to me about that. Yeah. But yet they go to, to social media. Or a Google they, review or they, something And like they try that, to destroy yeah. you. Reddit yeah. that or whatever way. you got, you know. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough you know, game. Social media is, you know? is a very tough game. I mean, for us, you know, we, we've had a lot of very positive reviews based on, on people that listen to our podcast. Yeah, we try to be fun. And, uh, you know, 99% of the people are coming in the door just, like, great, you know, and, and good spirits and, and really positive. And, you know, I, uh, you know, you just get your percentage of people, and I see them over, sitting over there on their phones, and I know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I go on there on Untapped right behind the bar, and I'm like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I see you rating my beer right now. Five stars. <laughs> Five stars, everyone. Five stars. You know. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's all good. Don't be sorry, because that's a perfect segue, Johnny yeah. B. All right, so I want to hear about music when we come back, because John loves the metal, and we got to hear about that. Hell yeah. And uh, enjoying some delicious beer at Phantom in Hartford. We got here when it was light, and that was dark. Yeah, third. John just poured us more beers. All day. What are we drinking now, John? Double King Tut. This is the 8.6% version of our King Tut, our flagship New England IPA. Trying to get us drunk. I think he's definitely succeeded. 
taking advantage of you, get you drunk. Now, we always ask every all yeah, of our solid. guests about a list of their favorite tunes and uh, what your favorite bands are and concerts and all that. We got a list here. What do you say? Yeah. What, do you have a top four? Top four uh, bands? Well, it revolves. I mean, I love all music, a lot of different genres, but I really love ACDC lately. New album. I really love Godsmack lately. Uh, I get into some Fish and Grateful Dead <laughs> when I'm Dead. ready to chill. Um, so you're like us. You're a rocker that yeah. likes to chill out, smoke a bone, and do a little bit of Fish or Grateful Dead. Right? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I but he get, likes Neil Young. I love Neil Young. Neil I got Young. I don't know. Little, slow it down. You know, indie rock, a little, a little sad, some sad stuff, you Is know, when it's raining Neil out. Young? <laughs> well, he's alive, but he's not no yeah. longer young. He's rolling. Is he still out there? Yeah, yeah he's, he's rolling. He's, he's touring too. He's around. Here really? and there. He's rocking in the free world. Yeah. <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure? What's old a, man? What's guilty pleasure, uh, music-wise. Yeah. I love hip hop. I mean, I, even, even the older stuff, obviously the '90s stuff. Um, so you're a salt talking pepper Dre, guy? Dre, Dr. Dre, DMX, Method Man, uh, Wu Tang, you know. You into the fat boys? Those guys. Love Busta. Busta, love Busta. Um, yeah, I got into, I, I was heavy into the hip hop, the 90s hip hop. Uh, and I listened to uh, Sirius XM Fly a little bit. Wow, on, on the, I'm a Rock the Bells guy. Yeah. Rock little LL Cool J, Rock yeah. the Bells. Yeah. Yeah, uh, LL, kind of. I was more like Mob Deep, like more of the angrier stuff, you know, like more of the. How about Grave Diggers? The hard, hard hitting stuff. Yeah. What? Why you laugh? Grave I was Diggers. a I was a Limp Biscuit guy. Oh, I think we all were. Yeah. Yeah. Limp Biscuit, Corn, Kid Rock, that dude. new metal. Love that stuff. Uh, what, what about your concert? What about Onyx? You like Onyx? Yeah, yeah. Slam! Let the boys da, be boys. Da, da, da. See. <laughs> what about Bone Thugs and Harmony? Bone Thugs was. Come on, see, I'm telling man. you, I loved them all, but it's hard to name them all. Yeah, first of the month. Wake Good up, stuff, wake up, man. That's it, man. Uh, yeah, so those are concerts. As far as that, like I used to, uh, back in Syracuse, we used to go to this thing called the K Rockathon. Ten bands for ten bucks. I ah. love, I love those old grunge shows. You know, like I wish those grunge shows would happen again. Who do you see on those uh, shows, dude? Space Hog, Butthole Surfers, uh, <laughs> you know, like those kind of guys. They had like one hit, right? Uh, garbage. Butthole. Remember Garbage? Remember Garbage? Yeah. Yeah, man. I used to watch sounds those like guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Grunge bands. It's not my thing. We went to some grunge shows in the '90s. Um, we got into Guar. We, mm, <laughs> we got into that. Like, have a little Guar. Yeah, yeah you got to Rage. Eat. Yeah. You gotta see Gore, man. If there's ever a show that you just need to see just because it's oh, a those spectacle, guys are just, yeah. You gotta see Gore. You ever see Gore? I've never saw Gore live. No, I see I never it on saw TV. You gotta no. see Gore live. There is no show like it out there, especially if you're in the crowd and you get blood spurt. Yeah, all over like you. biting the heads off chickens and all sorts of crazy stuff. Or they grind right. people up and <laughs> weird. send their body parts into the crowd. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, anyway. Yeah, man, we got pumpkins, smashing pumpkins, smashing pumpkins. Uh, Probably one of the worst shows I ever saw. That really? was one of the best shows I ever saw. All right, let's 18. talk about this. Oh no, All we right. have conflict. So, so why why was it the worst show you ever saw? Kid? I saw it at New Haven Coliseum. Uh-huh. And what year? 
That's the question. When? Oh, wow. 1990-something. So this had to have been <laughs> 1997, 98? Yeah, like I saw him in 98 in Rochester. And what's his name? Billy, Billy Corgan. Corgan. Yeah. Billy yeah. Corgan. You know, bands come out at the end of their show and they do an encore. and You know, they, they kind of yeah, get the, yeah, the yeah. crowd pumped up. They played whatever the last song was. They dropped their instruments and walked. Yeah. And never came back uh, out. disappointed. And it's like, we sat here all this time, and, and that was it. How about you? I, I, I had just, an encore in my I, show. You, had a, you know, maybe. Yep. Just never wrote they took, really a big He was like uh, sitting out favorite. there. He tore the strings off the guitar one at a time. He was throwing them in the crowd. It was. Uh, maybe Connecticut didn't have a good enough crowd for an encore. It was, it was intense. I saw him in Rochester. <laughs> They rock. Maybe Connecticut really doesn't much care for the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, I don't know. I love. I like the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, I saw Manson like only about eight years ago. He was great. I walked out of a Manson concert. He opened for the Pumpkins. They were doing like a reunion yeah. tour. Huh. Manson and the Pumpkins. Wow. It was great. I saw it was them, at Mohegan. I saw Manson open for uh, Stone, not Stone Sour. The other, the the band that isn't Stone Sour, the hard one. Was it? Oh, uh, that would be Slipknot. Slipknot, Slipknot, yeah. yeah, yeah. Slipknot. But uh, the weird thing was Manson came on, it was still light out. So you didn't really get to see all You weren't those. getting the vibe. You weren't getting the vibe. It wasn't yeah. the gimmicks. And then He didn't look like a mannequin. No. And then, <laughs> and then he did some trick where he, he drank, drank out of a condom. And I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm done <laughs> with this. And I walked out. He drank semen. Yeah. That's not a trick. No, so that was something that had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a little weird. Hip hop shows. Have you guys ever been to a hip hop show? No. Oh, I don't think I have. No. I've been, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, they're passing around the smoke. They're pa- you know, they're. they're it, everybody's cool, it seems. Yeah. It's like like a metal show. Like it seems hostile, but everybody's cool. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I can see where one or the other would be scary. <laughs> you know. But now the closest I've ever come to a hip hop show was I saw Mary J. Blige. Nice. Did you really? Uh, I nice. didn't know that. Hey, look at that! Something new. I saw DMX. Uh, well, well, back before all the rappers got big, they all performed together. So I saw DMX, Method Man, Red Man. Um, it was DJ Clue. There was a couple other rappers. They were all together in one show. That's like the Voltron of Jay Z. Jay Z was in that show. Wow. So they were all performed together, and then all of a sudden they all became famous and started going off and filling stadiums on their own. And then they were young though. Eminem, when he was young, he performed with. I saw Eminem, Dre, Snoop, Warren G, Nate Dogg. They were all in one concert. See, that would it be was cool. insane. That would that be cool. Would be, it yeah, was insane. I would, I'd like to see that. It's called I the Up and Smoke Tour show, by the way. Yeah, we have to, we'll have to go check out the hip hop show. You saw hip hop show? What did you see? August seventeenth, yep, nineteen ninety-seven. What did you see? I saw Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. Yes, open up for Rage. Never got to see him, uh, dude. We never talked That's about awesome. this on the show. What happened at that show? <laughs> Not talking. Dang, about <laughs> they opened for Rage because we talked about it too many times on the show. Yeah, basically they tore up the meadows. Damn. The, 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 well, the, the people tore up the meadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Insane, right? I will say that. <laughs> I will leave it with that. You'll leave it at that. And I saw Run, no, no, I saw Reverend Run played with the Kid Rock. All right. Is that yeah. right? Yes. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. 
but I've not, I don't think I've been, actually been to a hip hop show, which I think that should be on the bucket list. Bucket list, boys. <laughs> Let's go together. I'll Let's go up. sometime. Hey, that's cool. I'm we down. can do tailgate. Absolutely. I'm down. Whenever shows start back up. Yeah, we do the last hip hop show I do want to say, I have to mention it. Probably one of the best ones ever was Tribe Called Quest. I loved them. Loved well, those hey. guys. Tribus. Tri- Tribus. Tribe is, Called Quest. That's it. Tribus yeah. names their beers after Tribe Called Yeah, yeah. So. Not, they not to bring another brewery into this. One of their last, love those guys. John was saying he loves Travis. Yeah, yeah I love You Travis. love Travis? Yes. Shout great out to beers. Great guys. Would love to uh, make a beer with them sometime. Sure. Um, Did you hear that, Sean? Sean. Sean. <laughs> beer with John. Sean, make yeah, a beer John with John. John and Bo. Yeah. John and Bo. It will be a fun time. Collab. For sure. There we are. Um, but yeah, it was one of their last shows before Q-Tip kind of went off and did his own. But those guys, uh, they were awesome. There was at Cornell University. I went to Ithaca College, by the way. Nice. So You're out in the woods. Yeah, I was out in the middle of nowhere, and it was great. And so we Cornell's right there. It's a lot of weed smoking in there. Oh, my God. Yeah. A lot of what? A lot of anyway. studying, Mom. No, no, no. A lot of studying. <laughs> well, you were freeing your mind. Yeah. From Ithaca, all the studying. It was a great place. A lot of culture there, a lot of vibe, a lot of music, a lot of... Local, like shops and stuff. We had, we had a good time there. Yeah. So John, you can mix it up with a little ACDC and a little uh, hip hop. Yeah, we like to rock. We yeah. Bo loves to rock. It, when we so Brew Days are all metal. Really? We, I thought we, he was a shy dude. We get. Uh, Where is Bo? He rolled. Hey, he Bo. Rolled. Bo. I, we tried to get Bo on the. <laughs> one, that's our goal. He one didn't even goals. say goodbye. The goal is to get Bo. Get Bo on the show. Yeah. But he, we, we roll up and it's metal. Beer. It's gra- it's milling the grains. As soon as we're throwing metal on, and we're back there, we're filling the the mash tun. And, and so, what music it. makes the beer taste better? That's the right? background. You know, Metallica, anything. You know, it's all metal in our beer. It's Why is like, it always Metallica? Because <laughs> they're the granddaddies of them all. No, the granddaddies, ACDC too it. is the granddaddies. <laughs> no, there's Megadeth. Yeah, there's Slayer. There's Anthrax. They're also granddaddies. Yeah, though they're in the top four, but who's the number one in the yeah. four? Yeah, Metallica. You, you gotta can't. say it's Metallica. You can't Megadeth. ignore it. No, Dave Mustaine. Megadeth. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't believe in God. I talk How to about him every day. Yeah. Bring the noise. Yeah, yeah. yeah bring There's the a little hip hop, a little yep. mix up. Metallica. I mean, hey, listen. We saw Metallica on the big screen in Southington. It was a good time. That was, that was our uh, one concert. Driving tours. Okay. And it was awesome. It was fun. It was cool. Yeah, we, we had a great time. We tailgated. My kids were there. Everybody yeah. had a great time. That's great. That's we didn't bring the right beer. The future of concerts. We could have used some phantom beer, though, because we, yeah. we, we, we just took we, whatever was in we, the fridge. We also had some kids. <laughs> Aye. That was choking <laughs> shit. And we, and we, had, we had some stout that was left in the back of the fridge. We were choking that down, man. <laughs> anyway, so breweries. Anywho. So let, let's talk about your favorite breweries. Yeah, we, we've talked about beer all... all his entire uh, yeah. podcast. Favorite breweries, like overall or Connecticut? Um, I'd go with choice. overall. Uh, I'm going to go with overall as well. Uh, I'm going to have to, I mean, geez. favorite brewery. I mean, it's, I like so many breweries, but the beer that I've tasted that's been the, the most consistent and the best, obviously Hill Farmstead is probably at the top of my list. As where's that? Consistency up in Vermont. 
Hill Farmstead. Up in Vermont. You guys Love know Vermont. Hill Farmstead. You gotta know Hill Farmstead. No, we do not what? know. Listen, they're the granddaddy. Listen. They're like the OGs. They're the, they make the cleanest beers. They make. They're up by stuff. I thought that was the Alchemist. These guys with, are with like, Hetty. Hetty. These guys do it Hedy right. Todd, they get Hedy, like top brewery Hedy in the Hedy world top, awards. Top Hetty. These guys give it Hetty. I don't know. Um, they're just they. Sean Hill is just a master of water and science and 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 really just clean beers. If you ever get your hands on any of those What's beers. What's a beer they make that you could uh, We got to go uh, on a field Sue, trip. Uh, Arthur. They make all these beers with name. The, it's like a person's name. You know? Arthur Christopher Cross. Um, <laughs> they're just great beers. They're great. They're, Shut up. I don't even know how to other to describe them. Trillium's another one. I love Trillium and Treehouse. Trillium... I think it, I like their vibe with the two locations and uh, the 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 IPAs, the New England IPAs that they do, like seem a little cleaner to me. And obviously, with our Kink Tut and Moon Baby and Double Tut, we like clean IPAs, New England IPAs. Um, I, so, uh, John, I'm going to ask you. I this. don't want to judge Treehouse; they are the OGs of the hazy. But uh, you know, and I'll say this. When my girl and I went to Treehouse, we're up in Massachusetts, and we're like, well, we got to go to Treehouse. So we went to Treehouse. That looked kind of, that's what kind of got me back into the IPAs. Yeah. I forget whatever IPA it was. Yeah. But I was like, wow, this is phenomenal. Yeah. It wasn't so burn my tongue, you know, with bitterness and hoppiness. It was just very flavorful. Clean. Clean, yes. Yeah. But to see the people waiting in line to get this beer, and to see people walking down their hill yeah, yeah, with yeah. just cases, not to mention, you know. I mean, uh, I have a ton of respect for what they do and what oh, they've sure. done. They've literally revolutionized the the beer scene and the craft beer scene with the hazies and, and the style that they've introduced. Um, Basically, they're the OGs. They can do whatever they want. Um, I Guys feel had like hand trucks. It was crazy. Yeah, like it's it's still like a, a major following. I feel like the product still has to be paid attention to, and refined and cleaned up. Um, I haven't tasted a lot of. I've tasted some varying quality from them, but obviously, if you're producing that much that fast, it's gonna. It's tough to really exact. You know, exact it. You know? Hear what you're saying. But We've had beer in a can that tastes different yeah. than if you got it off tap. I know. And they were just in the middle of doing that outdoor bar and all those. They were going to have a million taps going up there. Wow. And uh, everything shut down, obviously. But uh, but that goes with, with a lot of different breweries that we've gone to when we've gotten in the can. <laughs> when you package beer, is, I mean, you're introducing. <laughs> yeah. When, when we took it home yeah. in the can um <laughs> shit up um the quality is different in the can yeah than from draft yeah because it's why is that i mean you're transferring it from a one it, vessel a to another thing? it's going to pick up oxygen it's going to pick up you know it can pick things up i mean it can so there's mostly it's oxygen that kills a beer Okay. Uh, okay. A packaged beer, introduced oxygen. You know, 
so cans have to be properly purged with CO2. They have to be overflowing with beer when the cap goes on. The sealer has to be dialed in. I mean, the machines are, are really complex and expensive that, that package these things. So you can pick up, you know, infection if you're not properly sanitizing the canning line. If you're not properly sanitizing your kegs and your original vessels, it all starts with sanitation. You know? And this so, goes back to what you said earlier, yeah. sanitation. Yeah, yeah. Just clean. Sanitizing clean your stuff. your stuff. Clean your shit. Properly. Breweries. You know? Uh, but there's so... I appreciate it and I respect it. If there's, a, if there's an off can or an off growler or crawler or whatever, you got to respect that. They're just... I mean, they're working it. As, as fast and as hard as they can, and and some things aren't going to be perfect once in a while, well, you know. But you heard it here. That's it, man. So okay, John's got to go. So let's uh, go yeah. over our beers quick and go over a, a solid, not solid. What did we drink tonight? Some delicious beer, right? Man, that shit was delicious. <laughs> everything, everything was good, man. Appreciate it. Fantastic. Everything really was solid. Do. Uh, and, and we tell you if we didn't like something. So Definitely. even to pick like my favorite, yeah, I don't know where to start. I, I that, that blood orange, that was smooth. That was so solid. smooth. That, that was solid. That's just it. Just tastes like I'd drink that for breakfast. This double king. <laughs> that would go with bacon, egg, and cheese, and the, and the yeah. uh, Ooh, oh, that sounds good right now, good, man. Right? Yeah. right. Ooh, bacon, egg, and cheese right now. Yeah, yeah. and the double king. I'm telling you, man, this double king is solid. All good. No, we appreciate it. We um. We kind of know. Uh, I'm stunned. <laughs> I'm stunned at breweries that will put out bad beer, <laughs> like, and they know it's bad. If Area they two. they're tasting it, yeah. like we taste all the beer. If it's bad, we're not selling it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, there you go. Yeah, we 100 yeah. percent know we're not going to do it, and it sucks because a lot of breweries. I mean, they spend a lot of money on these things and a lot of labor and a lot of time, and they're trying to put out product. But like, really, you got to. You got to count it as a loss, man. But you, your reputation is on the line every sip somebody takes when they come into your place. So, and again, area two, we've gone there, we've sampled their beers, and I've been there a few times with and without you. And to think about what they put out, don't like it, but yet they sell a shit ton of it because it's a destination. Yeah, because people are bred to like it. And some people like something different too. You know, that's like saying. Yeah. You need, you need to, to eat Domino's pizza because it's good. It's not good, but people buy it because they're drunk, and it tastes okay when it goes down. <laughs> you know, if someone tells me, oh, I, we're going to have a jalapeno meatloaf peach IPA, that sounds weird, but I want to try it. At yeah, least, you know? <laughs> totally. I'll try anything. If it's I don't beer, like Domino's. I'm trying it. That's it. Uh, and I appreciate that a lot of these guys are really trying to make it and, and sell their beer and I just like and it's it's staggering to me like the different tastes that like when one brewer tastes a beer they taste one thing and then somebody's standing right next to them drinks the same thing they taste something totally different and like you have to notice your flaws you have to be trained in 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 problems in noticing problems on the nose in the body in the mouthfeel in the finish uh it's it's you know <laughs> like don't put those beers out just don't do it why do it? But yeah. I guess you do it if you don't care, and you, or you do it if you, Dude, if your bottom line ass. depends on it. Oh you do goodness. it if you just want to sell the beer because you're a great place to be. And I love, I appreciate and respect 
you know, anyone who's trying to do this and run these businesses, I do. I'm, I'm very humble. I don't know everything. I don't know everything about beer and ingredients and yeast. And like, we're all, I'm always learning. Bo and I are always learning. We don't, we're not pros. We don't claim to be the pro top pros in this state. We don't want to be that. We want to make good beer you make that good, people beer. love that we know tastes good to us and we hope it tastes good to our customers. And we appreciate any feedback, positive or negative. And we, we know we're not going to put out shit. We're, not gonna, we're just not going to do it. We're going to dump 200 gallons down the drain, and we're not going to sell it to our customers. If there's an off flavor or, 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 or a flaw or a or tasting problem, you know, it's not happening here at Phantom. So uh, it, we, we take pride in that. It's, it's not going to be about the making money. It's going to be about putting out good product and, and appreciating people who come taste it and, and drink it. So, uh, well, we appreciate you, No John. shit here, man. It was great. Thank great you, beer. guys. Thank you for having us. And uh, Anything you want to plug before we go? Think you had a- yeah, I mean, we got trivia coming up. We got um, craft, some craft nights coming up for the winter. Things are going to close down. Our outdoors are going to be a little questionable here as the, as the colder months come. But keep watching us at Phantom Brewing on Instagram, Phantom Brewing Company on Facebook. Uh, phantom-brewing.com is our website and you know that's the latest and greatest events and happenings here right off exit 27 on 91 appreciate you guys coming thank you for coming and, and, and hey, tasting listen, the beers John, and drinking the beers us. and I'll always we'll rock with you anytime appreciate guys. it man thank you very much Listen, next time we can take a train up here and uh, we can hit the meadows when this whole COVID thing goes around. I know. We'll see a concert, Hell yeah. man. Hell yeah. Thank you for listening. It's Beer Man Beer. Come check out Phantom. <laughs>